It's time now for North Star Sports, your source for the hottest sports takes in the business. Here's your host, Owen Ely. Hello, everyone, and welcome to North Star Sports. I'm your host, Owen Ely. You can follow me on Twitter at Owen Ely MN. You also can follow North Star Sports on Twitter at North Star MIN. Be sure to check out our website at NorthStarsports.media. And welcome to the show, everyone. We got a great one for you today here, very late in the evening, damn near midnight here on January 1st, 2021, as we are having a little uh, shotgun impromptu show. Uh, in the wake of the two college football playoff semifinal matchups. Uh, so just a quick one here. Just wanted to get my thoughts out here on uh, these two games that transpired uh, today. Uh, don't have a whole lot to plug. Don't have a lot of housekeeping to get to. So let's get right into this one. We'll start with the most recent game uh, that just got done about 30 minutes ago. Uh, we had uh, Ohio State absolutely absolutely mollywhopping Clemson uh, so the three seed gets past the two seed they win 49 to 28 and man that is not how I saw that game going I, I you know I, I really wish I did a, a preview show for this but I was a little preoccupied no excuses no excuses I mean you know we're, we're running a very successful you know franchise here with the main card showdown you know uh, I, I'm out here, you know, we know that uh, the locomotive's out here getting people, you know, signed to the organization, but, you know, I'm out here trying to recruit people, so, you know, it's busy. It's the life of Urban Meyer. It's the life of, you know, any great college football coach. You know, it's going out there and recruiting, okay? You know, playing the game's important, but you got to get the players to play the game, okay? So, <clears throat> I've been busy, but... I did uh, have a, a nice relaxing afternoon and, and kicked back and, and watched some football. And, and man, like I said, Ohio State, they are the, the real deal. And you guys know how negative I was on Ohio State because when they were 5-0, and when they were 5-0, and I was saying, no, you don't get to play in the Big Ten Championship game. You have to, pay, you have to play six games. We all agreed upon, agreed upon that. You can't just change the rules because Ohio State didn't happen to fit the rules that we all agreed upon. Tough shit. You know, are, are we going to sit here and pretend that if Northwestern or Indiana or Minnesota or, or Illinois, if they were 4-0 or 5-0, that we would make an exception for them to get into the Big Ten, Big Ten Championship game? Not going to happen. It only happened. Ohio State could have been 3-0 and they would have been in the Big Ten Championship game because of money and revenue and they're a big school. And I, I don't think they should have made the, the Final Four. <clears throat> and it's not because I didn't think they could have beat Clemson, although obviously I, fav- I favored Clemson. I picked him to win. Um, but it's we don't we don't do the Final Four here based on who has the best chances of winning. That is very clear by Notre Dame's admission into the Final Four, and we'll get to that in a minute because I got a lot to say about Notre Dame. But we don't we don't let the the best four teams in. We let who earned it the most, which is why I think Cincinnati should have been in there. I mean, I, I, I really don't think Ohio State should have been in there, but they're here, and I'm going to root for them. I'm going to root for them against Alabama because I'm, I'm, I'm a Big Ten guy, so I'm, I'm always going to root for Big Ten, you know, when it comes to Big Ten versus Pac-12, although you don't really have to root for them against the Pac-12 because they're irrelevant. You know, Big Ten teams would fucking smash any, any Big 12 teams, you know, but this is a real rivalry, okay? And uh, I'm, I'm a Big Ten guy. I'm a Midwest guy. But, um, 
Yeah, like, because under, under that logic, under the logic of the best four teams, well, a six-win in, in a regular year, a six-and-five Alabama team, therefore, should make the Final Four every year because they would have the best chance of winning it all. They would have at least a top four uh, best chance of winning it all. But that's that's not how we do it. Otherwise, Ohio State could lose seven games and we'd still put them in the in the Final Four because they're they're one of the four best teams. But it's not about the best teams. It's about it's about what you did. And that's the thing that pisses me off as well. It's, it's you know, it, it's not even necessarily about what you've done in 2020. It's about you know your your franchise, your program's history. You know, it's tough to say. And I'm I'm getting down a rabbit hole here, you know, talking about we need to expand to eight teams and uh, you know things like that. Maybe that's another talking point for another day. But it's tough to it's tough to look at Cincinnati and they win they went perfect. And you could use UCF as the example, you know, a couple of years uh, for a, a couple of different seasons a few years back. And it's like it's it's tough to say, hey, this team went perfect. They won every single game, but uh, yeah, that wasn't enough. Well, what the, what do you want them? What more do you want them to do? You want them to win win their game games by twenty eight points a game? Okay, are we gonna let them in then? Yeah, I mean, these people will still find excuses for that. But um, you know, the Buckeyes got in, and fuck me, I, I saw a lot of people talking about how Zach Wilson. Um, you know, they're mocking him to the Jets. They say he's gonna be the second quarterback off the board. And that's that's possible. I mean anything anything's possible. Teams are fucking stupid, so I don't I don't doubt that teams could get things wrong. Um and not that Zach Wilson won't be a good quarterback, but holy shit, I mean it, this game just proved that Justin Fields is is a clear cut number two quarterback in this draft class. Uh, I mean I, I still think you look at the body of work of, of Trevor Lawrence and uh, he, he's got to be that number one QB. But, man, you know, and, and you also heard some of the reports coming out of New York where they were saying, um, well, we didn't get the first pick, so we're not going to get Trevor Lawrence. <clears throat> we might just ride it out with uh, Sam Darnold. I think that's fucking stupid, man. I think Justin Fields is a real special quarterback, and he proved it on the biggest stage. And I think he's going to ball out in, uh, in the national championship game as well. Uh, although it'll be a little, little more difficult. I don't know if he's going to throw six touchdowns against that Alabama defense, especially considering Patrick Sartain. I mean, just eliminates half the field. But uh, man, he he had one hell of a game, and I can't even say Trevor Lawrence had that bad of a, of a game either. I think he ended up with uh, uh, two interceptions. It says one, but I feel like he had two, or maybe they called one back. But. Uh, Man, the offensive line for Clemson was fucking garbage. I mean, they got down early, and that that was all she wrote. I mean, Trevor tried his hardest. <clears throat> Excuse me. Take a old sipperoonie here. But you know, Trevor tried his hardest. But that offensive line, I mean, the the Buckeyes defensive line was getting to Trevor Lawrence in 1.5 seconds, regardless of whether or not the offensive line blocked or if they just moved out of the way. It was irrelevant. They were <clears throat> irrelevant pieces on that field. It was crazy. They they vaporized into an orange mist once the, once the, uh, uh, the ball got snapped, so that's fucking crazy. And again, I think Clemson, you know, was a little bit depleted. I mean, honestly, you look at, um, you know, last year's draft class. Holy shit, they lost so many guys, so many guys. 
you know, I can't help but 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 think that uh, you know if they had John Simpson, you know, back there as one of their guards and um, oh fuck, who's the other uh, Tremaine Ankrum or whatever? I mean, you know, they did lose some starters on that offensive line, but again, this is a blue blood program. This is a this is a school that gets five star recruits, so it's not like these guys are bums who were backing them up last year. You know, these are legitimate prospects. But you know, we had Travis Atn absolutely disappearing. I mean, 10 carries for 32 yards. Um, he, 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 he wasn't too bad, uh, you know, catching the ball. I had four catches for 64 yards. But, man, like, so this this is a team that didn't have a run game. And I'm not going to say they would have beat Ohio State the way they were playing tonight if they had a run game. But ATN is, a, he's a, honestly, he's a legendary college back. I mean, he's he has a lot of records. or he's, he's right up there for a lot of records. So he's a legendary college back. And, um, you know, that would, that would take so much pressure off of, uh, you know, off of the passing game of, of, of Trevor Lawrence. Um, and then it, it, you know, it also helped Trevor Lawrence scramble cause he was running for his fucking life. He had to scramble. I don't know technically how many carries they, they credited him, for, credited him for, um, looks like they credited him for, uh, for 10 carries, uh, for negative eight yards. Cause, uh. Man, that it, it just comes down to that offensive line, and I when I when I think of uh, Ohio State, I, like in 2020, I don't really think of their offense or their defensive line. Excuse me. I mean, obviously, historically, you think about the Bosa brothers and and uh, Chase Young, but they don't they don't have that guy. I think they this upcoming recruiting class they have like the number one or number two guy in the nation who's a defensive end, and uh, Zach Harrison who's on their roster, I think was like a top 10 recruit at a defensive end. But I was looking at the depth chart earlier and I, I saw he was like third string defensive end and I don't remember them calling his name. So, it, you know, it's not like they're doing it with these these uh, generational defensive ends. They just, they got to the quarterback and, and Justin Fields balled out, you know, showcased his, his toughness. I mean, that looked painful. I mean, you know, I'm sure that, uh, that hit he took to the uh, the back of the ribs from James Skalski, which by the way was not targeting in the fucking slightest. I mean, this sport is going to hell in a handbasket, but that was not targeting. Um, but I- I'm sure that gave Drew Brees Vietnam flashbacks. I'm sure that scared the fuck out of Drew Brees wherever he was. I mean, I'm, I assume he lives in and around uh, the New Orleans area, so I'm sure he you know woke up in a cold sweat if he wasn't watching that game. You know, because because of, of some fucking some voodoo down there, because that was uh, it looked really painful. My ribs hurt from that. Uh, but uh, good for Ohio State. Um, yeah, we'll move on to the we'll move on to the next game, and then we'll we'll very quickly preview uh, the the national championship game once we uh, once we recap this uh, Alabama Notre Dame game. And uh, yeah, Alabama advances. They win thirty one to fourteen which doesn't really tell the story of the game. I mean, this game was never close. It was never in doubt. Uh, Alabama put up those two touchdowns in like nine minutes and never looked back. Uh, it Complete domination. And then <clears throat> uh, Notre Dame had that touchdown very late in the game on like the last drive. Uh, so, I mean, really, I don't know. And I felt like at some time, at some points later in the game, Alabama was kind of taking their foot off the pedal there they were trying to bleed down the clock they were not looking to run up the score 
Uh, they were just looking to win, and uh, you know they really instituted Notre Dame's game plan of just running the ball, and of course they can do it when they have fucking three NFL running backs on their roster, which is cr- absolutely crazy. I mean, you look at Alabama's running back depth chart for the last, Jesus, eight years. I mean, it's just an NFL superstar backed up by an NFL starting running back, backed up by another NFL starting running back, backed up by a guy who made it to the league. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Um, Najee Harris is is something something special, and then they got that senior, that that big senior, uh, Robinson or whatever, who uh, uh, he had a couple of carries as well. But uh, that's fuck me, that's gonna be a tough team to beat. I am so excited. Uh, not to not to spoil the load here, but I'm so excited for that national championship game. But to just very very briefly uh, recap on the Alabama side, uh, I mean Mac Mac Jones. I, I I never can really tell how good of a quarterback Mac Jones is because well he's got Devonta Smith, he's got all of these weapons, um, so it's it's really hard to gauge how good he is. But I definitely saw some plays there. A lot of those checkdowns. Um, I think Mac Jones is a legitimate, a legitimately good quarterback. Um, I'm not saying he, he needs to be a first or a second round pick, um, but I, I think at, at a minimum he'll be a you know third fourth round pick. Um, in, in my mind, who knows? Some team might you know fucking take him at the end of the first round for all I know. But uh, I, I think he has a lot of help, so you got to be careful. But you know he 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 has a very high IQ, a very high football IQ. A lot of those checkdowns. I mean, and again, it's a lot of the Alabama players putting in work because, you know, you check it down to a fucking third-string fullback, you know, you're not going to get a whole lot of yards. You check it down to a five-star, you know, running back, yeah, you know, they're going to turn a negative two-yard pass into a 14-yard screen. But, uh, you know, he had a hell of a performance as well. I mean, four passing touchdowns. Uh, three of those were to uh, Devonta Smith, who, I mean, Jesus, the Slim Reaper. The Slim Reaper. I love that nickname. Uh, I think I think he's the number one wide receiver in uh, the upcoming draft class. Uh, I know that's I know that's probably consensus among other people, but it was not for me. I was I'm I'm still a firm believer in Jamar Chase. Don't get me wrong, but uh, he was my number one wide receiver for a long time. But I think, man, I mean, you know, you talk about Justin Fields balling out on on the biggest uh, stage. I mean, Devonta Smith, Jesus, and, and the same thing, you know, got hurt uh, diving in for that touchdown and, and showed his toughness. And, you know, he's not the biggest guy. He's about 6'1", probably a shade under 180, um, you know, super fast. I mean, he, he's like Henry Ruggs, except if he was a good receiver. You know what I mean? Not just a fast guy, not just John Ross. You know, it's it's like it's like Henry Ruggs, but if he had hands. Um, I'm kidding a little bit, but uh, yeah. So I, I I don't know. It was a good performance, and and uh, I was very impressed by the uh, defensive backs for Alabama. Uh, I mean, I you always know the the defensive line for Alabama very similar to the uh, the running back group is always just you know everybody on that defensive line is going to the NFL in, in some form or fashion. So you you kind of expect that from uh, the defensive line. And then uh, to wrap up here on Notre Dame. What the fuck are we doing here, guys? Why is Notre Dame in the Final Four? Notre, Notre Dame should not have been in the Final Four. Um, the only reason they were in there is because they beat Clemson. They played the game of their life, 
and they went to double overtime and beat a Clemson without their starting quarterback. And that's basically the only win they have. They beat up on basketball schools and, you know, got lucky playing very well against a backup quarterback who is a freshman. Of course, he was a five-star that DJ... You, I guess, and I'm not going to say his last name because I'd butcher it, but, uh, you know, he's a very, very highly touted quarterback, but he was a freshman. And, uh, you know, we put him in the Final Four. Why? I know exactly why, because they're, they're well, you know, they're uh, a legendary program. I mean, they do big business, which I doubt. I doubt. Who's, who's a fan of, of Notre Dame? Nobody's a fan of Notre Dame. You know, it's like saying the Cowboys are America's team. Notre Dame's the Midwest's team? Yeah, fucking right. Definitely not. Definitely not. Ohio State or fucking Wisconsin. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Notre Dame might be the the football school of Indiana because, you know, the actually, no, the Hoosiers, Hoosiers were really good this year. So they, they probably weren't even the most popular team in Indiana. So... I don't know where all this is coming from, and I, I understand they played in the ACC this year because of COVID, but they need to join a conference because we would never have them playing in, in a college football playoff if they played in a conference. If they played in the Big Ten, they would go 500. I'm not even, maybe a little above 500 because there are, you know, Rutgers and Maryland, but in um, Illinois, good God. Okay, so, there, so there's some bottom feeders in the Big Ten, but... I mean, they would lose to Wisconsin. They would lose to. They would get destroyed by Ohio State. Uh, I don't know. Minnesota last year would have beat them. I mean, they would have beat Minnesota this year. But you know, a coin flip if they if they can beat Minnesota. I think Northwestern would beat them. Uh, and then coin flip on Michigan and Michigan State just because they have you know just as much talent as Notre Dame. They're not good teams, but you know at least they have uh, same amount of talent. Uh, if they went and if they went to the SEC, dude, we're talking about they'd be Tennessee. They would be Tennessee, they, or they'd be somewhere between Tennessee and and um, uh, Vanderbilt. Like they would be a bottom feeder in the SEC. They would get absolutely fucking smoked. You know what I mean? They uh, they might beat Missouri. They might beat Auburn. They might beat Tennessee and Kentucky. But every every other team, they're getting the fucking business. No, oh, on Mississippi State, I guess, but. You know, it's like these guys are pretenders, man. Uh, you know, they, they beat up on bad teams and, and we think they're good. But, you know, yeah, that's that's what happens when you play, you know, nobodies. And, um, you know, their their offensive line was real bad. Uh, and I know they got some NFL players on that offensive line. So that's that's going to hurt some tape there. I don't, I don't think super highly of uh, Ian Book. Um, he's to me, he's a lesser version uh, actually, I, sh- I shouldn't say lesser, but he, he plays very similarly uh, in my mind to a Mitch Trubisky. Um, you know what? That's, that's a perfect analogy. He's the Mitch Trubisky of college football, the NFL version, not the you know not the college football version when he was you know I don't even know he was who he was playing in at North Carolina. But uh, yeah, not not good, man. I mean, you could look at all those stats and all those records he has, like, oh, most wins in Notre Dame history. Yeah, because he played the most bums in Notre Dame history. I mean, okay, that's that's awesome. Try, try doing that in the Big Ten. I'd be If you could do that in the Big Ten, if you could have 31 career wins in the Big Ten, I'd be very fucking impressed. I would, I, I would, 
all of the shit I'm talking about Notre Dame would go away if they could prove it, you know, for just two years in a in a real conference. So, and not even a Power Five, because if they went to the, you know, the ACC or whatever, I mean, yeah, they'd get beat by Clemson. They'd get beat by, uh, well, Miami actually played pretty well this year, but, you know, they would beat up on, God, Wake Forest. But, you know, you, you come to a, you come to a, a conference that matters i.e. the the big 10 or or the sec or honestly even the pac-12 would not go super good for notre dame let me tell you that much and geographically it makes all the sense in the world for uh notre dame to to come to the to the big 10 but uh, i'm getting way off on a tangent here uh yeah not a good performance uh they should be banned from uh postseason competition uh they are uh, uh college football frauds uh, they, they're the most overhyped team, most overrated team every single year. And, uh, what is it? I'm sure everybody's seen that stat where since two, 2000, they've been to seven new year, six bowl games. They've lost all seven and the closest they've ever gotten was 14 points in a loss, uh, losing by 14 points, uh, in a loss. So, I mean, how many times are we going to see it and, and not do anything about it? I mean that. Hey, man, that that Notre Dame money must be real good. I mean, the, the ratings must have been real good for that football game, you know, with all the non-existent Notre Dame fans that people think exist. Maybe, hey, man, maybe they did exist in the '70s and '80s, but they've—I've never met a Notre Dame fan in my life, and I've lived all over the Midwest. I've—I've I've never met a, a Notre Dame fan. Uh, and then just just very quickly here, I kind of want to talk about uh, Ohio State and Alabama. Uh, and and we'll do a proper we'll do a proper preview show and hopefully we'll have Reagan Hooverman on the show on Monday so I know we'll be talking a lot of NFL but maybe we could squeak some some CFB in there um, I don't know it depends on Reagan's schedule I mean I'm you know I could do seven hours of radio with with the Hound Dog because uh, you know that's that's just what happens when you mix the mailman and the Hound Dog I mean you know you you can never account for what's going to happen you know on these on these very same airwaves. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited for that national championship game. I got to say, um, I'm not as hyped, but I think it's the most hyped game since Clemson and Alabama. What was it in, uh, in 2016? So Trevor Lawrence's freshman year, because uh, that game, I mean, you know, what was it? Clemson. Was that when Clemson destroyed Notre Dame? So I think that was when Clemson destroyed Notre Dame and then Alabama, I forget who they beat. But that was obviously the magical freshman year from from Trevor Lawrence. That was the year after Jake Coker. He definitely wasn't on the team. But that was the year after Jake Coker, so that was Jalen Hurts. Uh, And uh, you go back, because I looked at it uh, earlier today. You go back, just Wikipedia... The 20, I guess technically it was a 2017 college football national championship. Uh, But for the 2016 season, oh my fucking God, the rosters for those teams are insane. And that's saying something because the rosters are always insane for Clemson. They're always insane for Alabama. But holy fucking balls, the rosters for those teams are just ridiculous. I mean... Oh, I should. I I'm gonna pull it up very quickly because I mean it, it was it was crazy. But uh, you know that's that's how hyped I am for uh, for for this game upcoming because I think 
you look at both sides again obviously these rosters are always good but I mean this is an especially good uh, Ohio State team that somehow somehow got better uh, with Ryan Day like dude Ryan Day is like 35 and 1 or something fucking crazy as as the uh, head coach of Ohio State and you know it's not like he built the program he obviously inherited a you know world-class college football team from Urban Meyer but I mean Jesus he didn't let it fall off even in the slightest uh and uh you know Alabama this is this is a you know because the, the teams are always good at Alabama but you know it's been since 20 it's been a few years since Alabama's won a national championship you know by their standards I think it's been like three years um yeah let me pull this up the 2016 Alabama Crimson Tide football team you had uh, Jalen Hurts, Irv Smith, Mac Wilson, uh, Josh Jacobs, Damian Harris, OJ Howard was a first round pick, uh, Calvin Ridley, Trayvon Diggs was a wide receiver, uh, good God, Deontay Thompson, uh, Marlon Humphrey, Cam Robinson, who was damn near a first round pick, Minka Fitzpatrick, who's probably the best safety in the league, uh, Dalvin Tomlinson, I mean, good God. Quinnen Williams, so uh, I'm I'm very excited, and honestly, I, I can't really get a read on who's going to win. Uh, it's a coin flip. I mean, like I said, I'm rooting for Ohio State, but man, I don't know. I think Justin Fields is the better quarterback. I, I really do, but I think uh, Alabama might have the better weapons. Uh, you know, I have to I have to give the advantage in the run game to Alabama, even though Trey Sermon's a very very good running back who, uh, what was it, he transferred from, from uh, Oklahoma. You know, Trey Sermons is, was very good and had a, had a tremendous game, but Alabama has three Trey Sermons, you know what I mean? They just, you know what I mean? If one goes down, if they got to rest somebody, you know, they I got to give them the advantage in the run game. And, uh, you know, Olave's a good wide receiver. Uh, you know, they, 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 got some, they got some targets. Luke Farrell, was it, who had uh, two, two or three receiving touchdowns. Uh, exploded onto the scene uh, in, in 2020, or I suppose 2021. Um, but fuck me. I mean, Mac Jones is still, he's a couple of shades lower, a couple of tiers lower than um, Justin Fields in my mind, you know, as a quarterback. But uh, the, the number one player, the number one weapon on that field is going to be Devonta Smith. And, and uh, he plays for the old Crimson Tide. So, uh, you know, I think, I think, it's it's entirely equal on offense. I can't uh, you know decipher uh, who, who has the advantage. And then defensively, I mean shit. It, it's hard to say Ohio State doesn't have the better uh, you know defensive line. I mean look at how they just they melted through that Clemson offensive line. You know and and that's that's no joke, man. They they melted through it. But uh, you know so maybe maybe Alabama's defensive line is a little more talented. But I, I think the way Ohio State's defensive line's playing, I, I would have to give it to the Buckeyes. And, and, you know, it's not like the Buckeyes secondary had a bad game, but I, I, I would give the nod to Alabama. I mean, like I said earlier in the show, Patrick Sertain, you know, he's going to shut down half of the field. And, uh, um, oh, man, who's that, uh, who's that guy who had a number 28? He had a shit ton of penalties <laughs> in that game, especially late the safety for uh for Alabama but uh you know he, he made some plays as well so I I'm excited that is you know again that's one of those games man where every single game you know I I, I 
I think I know what's going to happen. I, I might not be certain. Uh, I, I, and I know that it's a real possibility that I'm wrong, but with this game, it's, it's 50-50, so I am absolutely thrilled. Um, so with that, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, I don't think we'll have a show on Saturday or Sunday, but maybe if something sparks my interest, we could have another impromptu show. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we have Reagan Hoover. I'm going to absolutely pester him this weekend to, to confirm a, a time on Monday because uh, it's been a while. It's, it's been, uh, you know, like three months since the Ragmeister's been on the show. And, you know, uh, the, the, the fans demand that we have uh, the pride of St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin on the show. Um, so that's that's fun. I'm sure we'll have a UFC show early on uh, next week, but obviously, you know, we, we're in the dark ages. We're in the dark times. We've still got a couple of weeks to go before the UFC returns. But, uh, you know, like I said, 2021 is going to be a big year here for North Star Sports, so you'll want to tune in. Uh, but for now, we'll wrap it up. You can follow me on Twitter at Owen Ely MN and North Star Sports on Twitter at North Star MIN. Got to check out our fantastic, glorious website at northstarsports.media. And thanks for tuning in, everybody.